dig this. First 125, Moro here from Grundahl. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Justified Cultures, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Maxima USA, Moto Ice Wrap, 100% Goggles, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Big MX Radio Podcast Show here out at the uh, Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha Racing Shop. Um, Brad Gabbard on location sitting next to uh, team manager Scott Steffi. Scott, uh, first of all, how are you this beautiful Wednesday afternoon? Oh, man, we're doing good. Doing good. The rain kind of held off today, so everything's been a, it's been a good day down here in uh, Southern California. Well, it's a brand new year, and uh, this is the, I believe, the uh, the fourth, the third official year, four years of the uh, Barn Pros going racing um, and being su- successful at it. A big step forward this year with um, a host of pretty solid riders. Yeah, you know, uh, it is our, it's our, our third full year with the semi, fourth year as a team. We started in, uh, this team actually goes back a little farther than that, but we actually as a team, we started in 2000 in. Uh, 14, and uh, this year we we went after aggressively trying to get uh, uh, ourselves a ride that we thought we could have in the top 10, which uh, we went after Chris Aldridge this year, and then of course brought back Scott Champion, who had a really solid run last year, but you know came in injured, and really expect to see some some good things from him this year. Well, uh, it, it's safe to say that this uh, team uh, has been going viral, so to speak, with uh, um, a new video series that came out uh, only about 10 days ago. Uh, it's been the buzz in the pits as far as A1 goes, uh, rolling into San Diego. Yeah, you know, we uh, we ended up uh, hooking up with the M66 guys. Uh, that's Mason Churchill and and uh, started this series as the BPR project. And it basically chronalizes the entire uh, off, a little bit of the off season, kind of how each weekend's going to go, what's behind the scenes, all the things that happen, you know, the good things, the bad things, uh, you know, and, and kind of really shows a light, a light on, on what it's like to be a, a team trying to grow in this sport, you know, without having, you know, huge factory support. You know, we got Yamaha factory support, but we're not a full factory team. So, you know, it's just kind of that, that behind the scenes feel of the day to day stuff that most fans don't get a chance to see. Well, where, where, could, where could people find uh, those episodes? Uh, you can find those on uh, Racer X, Transworld, uh, Vital MX, Verb Moto, uh, Supercross.com. I mean, they're all running it right now. So it drops every Wednesday, uh, I think at 9 a.m. We might be releasing it a little bit later at the next issue. But uh, episode two just dropped uh, this morning, actually. Or actually, Wednesday morning. It dropped Wednesday morning. And so you should be able to hopefully check it out a little bit. Absolutely. Now, uh, you'd mentioned growth, and uh, with a new year usually means uh, new relationships, uh, combining with older relationships to, to, uh, to make something special happen. Um, I, I see uh, a, quite a number of new sponsors under the tent, but also some great uh, relationships that you've cultivated over the last few years. Uh, who are some of those new ones, and uh, who stuck with you over the years? 
You know, it's it's been growing the growing the team is always a challenge because you want you want to have that loyalty part of it. Not only do you want to be loyal to your sponsors who have out there, who are out there trying to help you, but you also want your sponsors to be loyal to you. And you know, I got to say all of our sponsors we've had on board from almost day one have been absolutely exceptional. Uh, even if they're not with us this year, they, you know, there's not, it never was a reason that we left them because of an issue. It was all due to contracts and money, unfortunately, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, going into this year, you know, we, uh, we were able to get some new sponsors on board. We got just one helmets on this year, which if you haven't had a chance to pick up a just one helmet, I mean, they are an amazing helmet, super light, very yeah, great looking helmet. Uh, you know the quality is there, the safety is there. Because you know it's one thing about about sponsorship stuff is you know when you're looking at a pro team, you really know that none of that stuff is going to be dangerous for for you or the or the person that you're you're going to buy that product from because we're not going to put anything on our guys' heads that are that is dangerous. And these helmets are just an amazing helmet. You know Blake Baggett wore it last year. Um, Tim Geiser, Geiser, yeah, who won everything last year over in Europe. So you know there's a it's a, it's a good solid solid program and a good solid helmet. We also have the the new shot gear this year and shot gear. You know, unfortunately, we had a great relationship over the last couple of years with another company, and unfortunately, just you know, with things just didn't work out and we weren't able to to get that deal to come back together for this year. And we ended up with shot gear. And man, it's just been a beautiful thing. The guys over at uh, MTA Distributing that that's their brand and they have it out to all their dealers, so you can find it in almost any dealer across the United States. They got great colors ways. It's it's really really comfortable gear, uh, very light. Uh, it's got all the new modern features that all the new gear have. You know, it's a little bit slender, more a little more slender arms and mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And it's just been it's just been outstanding being with those guys. Uh, and it's good to see them come to the team this year. How do those uh, brand new viral goggles work with the um, the Just One helmets? Because uh, if anyone knows anything about fitting a helmet, you want to make sure those goggles and the helmet are uh, a bit of a marriage. Yeah, you know, we have the new factory series goggle coming out, um, or viral does, and, and we should, we've been doing a lot of testing on the prototypes, uh, through the end of last year and then into this year. And unfortunately, uh, for the public, those won't be available till about mid February to the first of March due to some issues with, uh, another goggle manufacturers out there. But the goggles fit in there perfect. The, the eye port's big. The goggle fits well. Uh, and, and let me tell you, it's, it's, uh, it's it's it looks really good together. If you look at any of the photos of our guys, uh, either on our posters or online Instagram, I mean it just fits perfectly inside the helmet and it looks really good. Absolutely. So uh, let, let's uh, break into these riders a little bit. Um, first, uh, talk about the the champ uh, Scott Champion coming back to the for the second year on the exact same number. Almost looks like uh, some flashbacks every once in a while that uh, you get confused with what what picture you're looking at uh, in, unless you look closely at uh, what gear he's wearing. But uh, Champ looks fast and uh, he looks poised to uh, put in some good results this year. Yeah, you know, Champ had, you know, last year, it's been pretty well documented, but Champ came in with a broken tailbone last year. And so he had to gut it out. The first few rounds were really painful for him. It was hard for him. This year, he had a great training program, good off season, spent a lot of good t- testing time leading up to A1. Uh, unfortunately, A1, I mean, he, he was on the bubble in the qualifier. And he was on the bubble in the LCQ, one little mistake, which cost him the main event appearance. And, you know, the track was relatively simple, so it was hard to really separate guys. But he, you know, he was charging hard the entire day. And, uh, I, I, you know, Champs had a, 
he's got a record of not making a one. I mean, that's just unfortunate for him, but you know, like he told me at the end of the day, he goes, man, I feel this is the best start to a season I've had, even though I didn't make a one, he goes, it's the best start to a season I've had in a long time. You're going to see that kid running inside the top 10 this year. You watch. We'd be excited to see that. Uh, the next guy we are, or I want to talk about is uh, unfortunately someone that uh, um, ha- has already sustained himself a little bit of an injury. Um, Chris Aldridge coming from the uh, the pro circuit uh, team from last year. He he lands with you guys and was looking good rolling into the season. Um, but uh, but yesterday, a practice crash, broken collarbone. He'll be out for the rest of the season. Well, we don't know if he's going to be out for the entire rest of the season. Uh, we put out the press report uh, this morning, Friday morning, and we just kind of uh, kind of just trying to take a look at it. He's got surgery scheduled for today, um, so we'll see how that goes. They're going to plate it. Uh, they're talking about having him back by Oakland, or we're talking about having him back by Oakland. But that's again, we're gonna, that's that's going to be. It's all going to depend on how well that heals. Uh, when they get the plate in there. Uh, unfortunately for Chris, you know, A1 didn't go as well as he wanted it to either. We had a lot of issue with the A1. We had a non, a non-factory part, uh, a non-sponsor part of our motor, and it was really such a tough deal because it was only part of the Kickstarter assembly on his race motor failed. And so unfortunately we had to go in there um, and switch the motor out in between qualifying and the heat races, and he ended up racing the – Heat races and the and the LCQ on a motor that was you know about two and a half three horsepower less than our race motor and you know less torque as well. So which that what that translates to you know roughly is that you know he couldn't get off the line quite, quite as well. So he ended with a bad start and then a couple rhythm sections he wasn't able to do during the day that he was doing on the qualifying times. So it was a really a tough a tough deal. The kids got heart, man. I mean he. He gutted it out. He was professional all day, didn't have a tantrum. And, you know, honestly, for A1, trying to get things up and rolling, you know, he just was able to, you know, really gut it out and, and really put a pretty good performance in considering all the trauma that we had that day. Uh, we got it all worked out. Motors works good. We were out testing on Tuesday when he unfortunately went down and, and uh, did broke his collarbone. And hopefully, as I said, we're hoping to have him back by Oakland. Well, fair enough. Uh, he's out for a little while. Uh, he'll be on the shelf. Hopefully, feel better soon. But uh, enter enter stage right. John Ames, a uh, an amateur prodigy and uh, and a rookie sensation, um, got himself into the main event at Anaheim one, and uh, I believe he's put some time on the bike already. Yeah, he did. We went out and did some testing with him on Wednesday, and he uh, got a chance to ride our bike. You know, he had a good performance at A one, uh, getting himself into the main event through the LCQ. And, you know, one of the, it was kind of an interesting thing because uh, we had another rider that we'd actually looked at that we wanted to bring up. We had a rider from last year that we had, had made a deal with that if anybody had gotten hurt, we'd give him the first option. And unfortunately, he was unable to exercise that option. So the next thing was, you know, who, who are we going to be able to look at out there? And, you know, there was a couple of riders that we had our eyes on. And, and Rick Johnson, who has been a big part of our team this year, uh, during practice, actually, had called out Ames and said, "Who who's that 179 guy out there?" And and I had radio back; it was John Ames. So when this all went down, and um, he was uh, basically on top of our list, got a hold of him, uh, had a chance to have him come out to our shop. We had to sit down with him, talk to him about what the program would be. You know, be, it's going to be a fill-in ride, which is never great for anybody, but for him, I think it's a good opportunity for him to step up to our team and really show what he can do. I mean, he's already done it on his own as an amateur or as a privateer. And hopefully with a little more support, he can uh, see him work, work his way not only in the main events, but maybe start working his way towards the top ten. 
Well, there you go. Uh, talk a little bit about working with RJ. He's an addition to the team this year and obviously a well of knowledge deeper than any. Uh, he must bring a, a ton of uh, experience and um, when these kids are having a hard time, he'd know how to handle it. Yeah, you know, it's... <laughs> It's such a funny. It's such a funny thing, you know. You, you, you know, as as we're all fans of motocross, you know, we got into it, you know, years ago when I was a kid. RJ was the, you know, the biggest thing out there. So to have the opportunity to work with RJ and and to get his expertise and his knowledge is priceless. I mean, it really is priceless. And uh, you know, it's it's cool because he's got a really good. He's got a good intuition of racing. I mean, he's a racer and and. You know, there's a lot of people that race motorcycles, you know, and people, a lot of people probably in this podcast race motorcycles, but there's a difference between a guy that just races and there's a guy that just, just, just wins. And RJ was a guy that would win. He would always find a way to make it happen. And it's not every, it's not always every moto, but it's, it's, you know, the championships and the, and that's, it's not just motorcycles, car racing, truck racing, you know, you name it, you know, he was winning at it. So to have that mentality brought to the team is, is really, it's, it's invaluable, you know, and, and as our team wants, we want to be a championship team. Our goal is to have a, a number one plate on our bike within the first five years of launching the team. You know, we're in year three right now. And so we've got two more years to go to try to, to try to make that, that dream happen. And we hope that we're making the right moves and bringing RJ on board. We think is a, is really a, a move that will help us move in that direction. You can't go wrong by uh, implementing a little bit of RJ. Um, but uh, given the fact that uh, A1 did not go as planned, uh, how does uh, Scott, Staley, Scott Steffi r- <laughs> rally the troops and, uh, and head into uh, to the, or San Diego? Well, you know, so here's, the, so here's the thing. You know, it's disappointments life. You know, you, you, you end up, you, you have your, your best laid plans. We had our whole new pit set up there. We had our, our, our signers and our bikes were ready to go and our testing was done and everything was ready to go and, and it just didn't work like we wanted it to. So, you know, you can't, you can't just throw up your hands and want to walk away. You got to dig down deep and, you know, like champions, like all of our, our riders are, we're going to go, we're going to come back and we're going to be swinging at San Diego. We, you know, fixed the mistakes that were made at A1. Uh, unfortunately for Chris, he ended up getting hurt, but the motor issue is no longer an issue. And we have the best motor. We have one of the best motors on the track. I mean, DOSA power, the DOSA power plant has already won championships in the past with Jason Lawrence back in 08. So it's not an issue that we don't, we're not competitive anymore. Now it's just make, making sure that everything is, is set and we've got all of our stuff kind of lined out and going into San Diego, we've got a very simple goal, right? First thing is set a fast qualifying time. Second thing is get directly, directly right into the main and get a good gate pick and then put in, you know, 15 minutes of solid racing. If we can do all those things, our, the results will be there. Right, the results will take care of themselves by just going out and doing those things, and uh, and you're going to see some good results this weekend in, in uh, San Diego. Well, right on, man. It looks like uh, all things are falling into a place after a little bit of a rocky start, but uh, that's racing sometimes. Really appreciate giving me some time, and uh, let's go have some lunch. Yeah, man, I'm I'm ready for some lunch. But hey, before we do that, though, I really want to run down. You know, we've got a lot of great sponsors, and I know this kind of sucks. Everyone hates hearing this part, but you know what? These guys are the reason that we're even able to be out here today. So I want to give a huge shout out to Ride Motorsports. They're our dealer up in the Northwest. They help us with everything. They're a big part of our program this year. Yamaha Racing, obviously Home Depot, and you've got um, Shot Gear, Just One Helmets, Anderson Group, Streamline. Torque One handlebars and grips. Those guys are awesome. TM Design Flow Motor. 
Observer Sports, which are our foot pegs. They have the they have the gnarliest foot pegs. You guys got to go check those out. Windorosa gaskets and all balls. Duval Racing does all of our gear and uh, all of our uh, protection stuff. Skid plates, radiator guards, Motion Pro, Motul Racing, which actually stepped up and actually is the main sponsor of the Chris Aldridge bike, the number 58 bike. Extra Dirt Bandits, Bill's Pipes, Fusion Graphics, Recluse Clutches, Guts Racing, Renegade Fuels, which are the Renegade Fuels amazing. Uh, Pro Wheel, Viral MX, uh, their Viral Brand Goggles, uh, Mad City Media, Cherbies, or a Cherbies, I can never say that right, a Cherbies, Sunstar, Dasa, DT1, Enzo Racing, Vortex, Evans, Matrix, Moto Stuff, and uh, CP Carrillo. And uh, of course, all your, uh, all your great fans listen to you every week. Thanks for listening to us. Well, it's an impressive list, and uh, glad to see it keeps growing. That's what we're working on. And, of course, if anybody wants to give us a million five, we're always available. Appreciate the time, <laughs> my friend. Thanks a lot. San Diego Supercross goes by the name of Scott Champion. Uh, you were a champion coming into this series. Uh, what do you need to do to make sure you're champion on the way out? Well, last week we struggled with starts. So you can't start in the back of the pack of this field. Um, so looking forward to get up front this weekend and have a better finish, obviously. What do you think of the uh, matte finish and camo uh, graphics on the bike this weekend, man? Military appreciation. Yeah, the military appreciation is cool every year. I love the camo. Um, the flat black is pretty, it's different. It's, uh, it's growing on me. But, yeah, the bikes look awesome, and we're feeling good. Awesome, man. Well, uh, you're looking good out there. What's the most challenging part of the track right now? Um... <clears throat> Just being consistent. There's a couple rhythm sections that uh, you have to make sure your timing is perfect. And then there's some bigger whoops this weekend, so that's that's a good thing. It'll separate uh, separate some people. Like uh, unlike last weekend, they were kind of small and everybody was hitting them fast. So uh, this weekend um, should be better. Right on, man. Well, I wish you the best of luck this weekend. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Brad. San Diego Supercross, um, John Ames, first weekend with uh, Barn Bros Home Depot Yamaha. Uh, tell us a little bit about your day so far, man. Um, it's been good. Qualifying is uh, is still something I'm I got to work on. I'm not sure how we qualified, but it's uh, we're all so close out there. So I just got to go out there in the heat and get a good start, and I can run the top nine easy. Track looked a little bit uh, soft in those transitions. Uh, how do you adapt to that being it's your second time uh, racing Supercross? Um, how do you overcome that? Um, I'm not sure how I overcome it. You just do. I mean, I've been doing this my whole life, so I guess instinct just takes over, and I just know what to do. Um, doesn't mean I don't need to work on it. I'm still uh, tagging the landings a little bit, but so far so good. I haven't gone. I haven't gone down. First time trying that uh, Bill's pipes. Way too much horsepower. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, that that setup. Uh, first time running the Bill's pipe. It's uh, it's a great pipe. It's loud. It's mean. It's aggressive. It snaps off the bottom, but it also gives it that rev that you're looking for. Um, it's a great pipe so far, and I, and I love it. Fair enough. And uh, quick review on that Just One helmet, because uh, chances are you haven't been in that thing before. I've never been in a Just One helmet, and so far I love them. They're light, uh, they'll keep you safe, and they just look mean, and they're a great-looking helmet. Isn't it amazing that, uh, that B- BPR was able to put this together for you in uh, just a couple of days? I believe the first day you were on the bike was Wednesday. Yeah, we, we threw it together so fast, and just I'm thankful for them. You know, it's just got a call, I think, yeah, Wednesday and rode the bike Thursday, and here we are Saturday. Just, just, just like home. They're treating me just like anybody else, and I can't thank them enough for it. 
Perfect, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Good luck tonight. Thank you so much. Usually for some of the bigger rhythm sections, or if it's rough, we'll soften it up.